literally only today did I truly understand the statement that so many screenplay writers have made, and that is that you will never truly feel like your script is done. When I first heard that, that did not make any sense to me. I thought that you pour your creativity out onto the page and then it marinates in your mind for one or two years. You refine it, you make revisions, you write draft after final draft after final draft and then you present it to the world in its best incarnation. I thought that the people who said, oh, it's not done yet, after years of working on it, were just perfectionists, and that they were crazy. I was wrong. <laughs> I'm realizing that it's very, very true for me, and I'll give an example. BTW, I'm an Alien is a script that is based off of the idea that we live in a multiverse. And in one of those parallel realities, Trevor Noah is named Travis Nori and he's married to an alien. I first came up with that concept out of the blue in the last couple of days of October in 2019 and I really started writing it out in November and December. And then the pandemic happened and as a way to stay sane and distract myself and feel productive, I wrote three and a half seasons of BTW. But season one, I went over the most. So it's literally been over three years of dealing with this script. I reread all eight episodes this November, I think, and I made updates. I would log on at random points in the script to read the action lines and improve upon them. And I genuinely felt like the story was done. But the last 48 hours prove otherwise. I was literally walking from my living room into the kitchen, and all of a sudden, Bloop. Out of the blue, I heard my inner voice say, you never wrote that scene in the script. And then I got a quick flash of a scene. And I was like, yeah, you know, I did write that. And it was, my inner voice was like, no, 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 you didn't. So I logged on. I found the part of the script and I had not wrote it. And it was a very simple part. Basically, in the story, Travis Nori is on Lucivilus, that is the alien planet, and he's speaking to other Lucivilites, Yatra and Kadik. Kadikadi. That's really how you pronounce it, but I just shortened it to Kadik. And they are informing Travis that anyone who kind of reuses his jokes on Lucivilus, if that happens, he gets a royalty payment and any human from earth if a lucivilite copies their designs their songs their comedic specials whatever it is there is a reserve for them for financial compensation and i put that all in the script but i never had 
Trevis's reaction. I had seen the scene before, but I never wrote it. A lot of the times I'm writing and I'm immersed in what I'm writing, but out of the blue, I'll get an idea, I get a thought, I'll get dialogue, and I can't like break off from what I'm doing right then to add that part. So I'll just write it in the windows, like the URL area of the website just so I can remember to come back to it later. And sometimes I'll switch over to Gmail and write it into an email so I can remember it. But switching screens normally throws me off. And even writing it in the heading can throw me off. So sometimes I'll just tell my mind to remember. And then I'll I'll write it later. And most of the time I do remember. But clearly I didn't remember that one. So I put it into the script. And I was like, ah, oh, good, it's done. And then the next day, I was on a walk, and then bloop, 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 four different ideas came into my brain of things that I thought I had written, but I hadn't. So then I had to race home, hoping I'd remember everything, and then I started writing it in. And it was very simple things, such as Duminia saying, it's obviously a gag, it looks like a human phallic. And I'm not going to give the context of that statement, but I wrote that into the script. And then I wanted to have a very sweet scene in the script that was just so special to me. It was so near and dear to my heart that I just didn't want to share it. I didn't want to write it into the script. And then my inner voice said, if you really care about this story, this script, you have to put all of it, all of the emotionality into it. Don't rob the script of what it's supposed to be just because you want to keep that part to yourself. And it was a scene that has played out in my mind for years and it just, it's so touching to me, it's so sweet. It's of Travis Nori rocking Maroa, his daughter, to sleep and singing to her. I'll just see that scene when I'm going to sleep, when I'm waking up at random moments. And it's such a nurturing scene that it just relaxes me. So I decided to write that into the script, but I made it a little bit different from the original scene I saw. Um, so there was a new scene that came to my mind, and that was of Maroa trying to speak to her dad in his original language. And I won't be able to pronounce it correctly, but it's Tosa, something like that. <laughs> Maroa is trying to speak that to Travis. Um, and she's like going, like how Americans make fun of it. And they kind of giggle, but then she kind of like downloads the language from his mind to hers, and then she speaks it perfectly. And then I had Travis singing the click song to her, to rock her back to sleep in the scene. And then there was another fourth scene that I added that I don't remember right now. And then I was like, ah, it's done. But literally today, <laughs> I wasn't doing anything. I was kind of like vegging out, watching YouTube videos. And then a completely new scene came into my mind. <clears throat> and I talked myself out of it. I was like, no, no, it doesn't need to be there. The story's done. And then my inner voice was like, again, no, it's not. <laughs> Put that scene in there. So it's 
was a few hours of wrestling back and forth in my mind, and then I just decided to write it. And after I wrote it, I reread the part without it. And I was like, how could I have written this without that part now? Like, it worked perfectly. And it's actually a scene in the script that I got some of the most feedback where people thought it should have been more impactful, it could have been fleshed out more. So I did that. I put, um, basically it's when Travis Norrie is getting his memories back and his, his family is re, they're reunited and they're embracing. But I, I did a little difference of the build up to it to make it more emotionally impactful. And then I was like, oh, yes, now it's done. But nope, <laughs> a few minutes ago, before I started recording this, my inner voice was like, hey, you need to fix that dialogue when they're telling him about his royalty payments. I was like, what? It's written fine. My inner voice was like, nope, nope, nope. So then I went to it and I was like, gosh, oh, it is messed up. <laughs> so <laughs> I fixed it. And it's just funny how my brain is essentially keeping four seasons worth of content in my brain, but still it can hyper-focus on certain scenes that can be improved. I'm really impressed with my brain. Because <laughs> I, I never thought it could do anything like that. So now I hope it's done. I'm sure if I reread all eight episodes again, I'd find some things to tweak for like wording or removing wording, making the action lines more poetic or stronger, because the note I still get is that it's written too basic, and I still flip my syntax. Um, that's a little problem that comes with being a dyslexic. Um, but I really love the script, and I don't think I'm going to get any new scenes. So that actually helped me not be upset anymore with myself, for not getting the story out there. I was literally beating myself up mentally this December, thinking I should have done something more this year to really make contacts in the industry. But then I was like, wait a minute. It wouldn't have been ready. The story wasn't really done. Right now, it is its best incarnation. And do I hope it changed? It changes and becomes even better with other people's input if it actually goes to be produced. Yes. But I know that I have bent over backwards to get this to its highest level. And it is at the highest level I can possibly get it in this moment. And I'm proud of myself. But then I started thinking, so how many years does it really need to marinate in my mind? I thought about some of the screenplay writers that I respect, such as Kenya Barris, and he said in an interview that he felt like one of his scripts was rushed, and that's why it didn't really connect with people as well as it could have. And he said that he had made the agreement with himself to not rush the scripts anymore. And I don't know if Jordan Peele agrees with this, but quite a few people have said that Us was rushed, that it was not as good as it could have been. Um, and to be honest, that's the only one of his that I didn't truly connect with. So maybe it's true. People say that the industry was putting pressure on him to pump out another piece of work. 
And so he felt pressured to like put it out as soon as possible, but maybe it would have been better if he had had another year to really perfect it. But I was thinking, because I'm so new, it's taking longer, but apparently even the most seasoned professionals still take a few years to really get the script as good as it can be. That makes me a little bit nervous. <laughs> oh my god, because part of me is like, I want to be as creative as possible, but another part of me is like, oh shit, shut that part down in my brain so that I'm not writing a completely new episode for BTW. Some of my older scripts, such as Karmic Bait, that is the oldest screenplay. I wrote it when I was 19 and adapted it in 2010, 2009, and then I really sat down and revised it in 2019. But even now, I'm sure there's something that can be tweaked, but the premise, like the main structure of the story has never changed. Even though I've gotten a lot of people being like, ah, I don't like you. <laughs> I believe in sticking true to the integrity of the story. But I did get a new scene of them playing hangman. That was never in it before. Um, I think there was some new dialogue that I, that I added. But the script is done from my point of view. I'm very happy with that that script and I plan to adapt it into a miniseries. Right now it's written as a feature but I want to adapt it to a miniseries and then that will allow some of the parts that I've edited out to fit into 120 pages that will allow me to put that back in. So to me that's exciting but also I'm like what if it is produced and my brain's like no there's this that and the other should have been different. Like, I wonder if George Lucas looks at Star Wars, like the originals, like, oh, this, that, and the other could have been different, could have been better. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I'll ever truly feel satiated, because then, it, you know, it's permanent once it's made. <clears throat> and I would hate for the story to be made and then watch it and be like, ah, this, that, and the other should have been different. But I guess you just have to surrender at a certain point. I forgot whoever wrote um, V for Vendetta. Um, like the original author. I know that they did not like the adaption. And that scares me. That would eat away with me from me. Like, oh, this is my mind. <laughs> Keeping me up at night about how to be okay with things, with your stories, with your art not really being okay to you. How do you cope with that? Like, one of the first people I worked with told me, the, the script is going to change multiple times after you write it. He said the executive or producer will have notes. The... Um, director will have notes the actors might have notes and it normally makes the script better and I'm all for it becoming better but I really am afraid of people watering down the stories and unfortunately this person I'm talking about the first person I worked with he whitewashed the story had that been produced and made I would have been horrified so I'm leaving it for now 
I hope to purchase whatever he recorded later on. Um, but I'm, I, ugh, it was horrible. And that scares me. I don't want someone to whitewash something. I don't want someone to take away the blackness from my stories. I don't want someone to take away the spiritual ideas in my stories. I don't want people to take out the gender discussions in my stories. Because to me, those are very important topics. But then with BTW, I'm an alien because it's based off the idea of somebody else's life. Then you have to make sure they're happy with it. And then they might want nothing to do with the script and then you have to scrub it of them. So many what ifs. It's maddening. But I'm happy with the fact that this script was still talking to me. That my other stories still talk to me and I'm able to improve upon them. And I'll just have to take what comes with actually having the art out there to the public as a way to like get me more comfortable with it I did submit one of my scripts to the page awards awards karmic fate because I just feel like I'm I need to get outside of myself and hear what other people think about it so that I really can improve the script because if it just becomes my baby that I sequester and shelter in my home forever, it will never truly be its best self. So anyway, I just wanted to share that. And also, Ghostly Ghoul Family, when I recently updated that after doing the virtual table read, there was a completely new scene that came to my mind. And it's, it's just, it's astonishing to me. But these are all old, or sorry, newer stories. The stories that have been with me for years, I wonder if they'll change after they're written. I wonder. But the only way to find out is to do it. So if you are struggling with not feeling like your script is done, honor that. But if you do have somebody who's interested in your script and your ego is saying, ah, it's not good enough, bypass that. All we can do is do the best we possibly can with what we have and surrender the rest. <laughs>